the reason why the kid is playing baseball is not because the kid wants, wants to play because baseball. Because the parents is making the him. Parent, you know, the, the soccer, the football, the running. I tore my ACL in college and I couldn't make it to the finals. Now my kid has to do yeah. it. I, I knew a kid. And a lot who, of people his... push it because of the scholarships, too. Okay, the scholarships is a totally different Hi guys, I'm Jeannie. I'm Allie. And I'm Colin, almost getting run over. <laughs> We're here to talk about another episode in Something Old, Something New. Tonight's topic we would like to talk about is participation trophies. Do I get one for this? I look, I'm I'm not paying God, trophies are expensive. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Can I no. take the mic home? No. <laughs> what about your headphones? Uh, the headphones cost less than the mic, but please, I need these for stuff. I feel I need a participation trophy. See, same. I I have a whole box of old baseball ones you guys can have. <laughs> can I, you make them look like microphones? No. Not with that attitude, anyway. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, it just immediate. I, I I guess I guess this is this is my punching bag episode, or is that all episodes? Uh, every episode, I think. Is- every episode that you're here for. Yeah. Oh boy. And you're here for every one. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, we want to talk about participation trophies. Um, because they are such a hot hot argument item. Right. When growing up. You got a trophy if you won. Mm. If mm-hmm. you didn't win, you went home with nothing. Maybe ice cream, but... <laughs> to soothe the wounds. An ice cream cone or something. Yeah. So, like... And this adds up to my big point that I'll make later on. How did your parents deal with winning or losing? Like, did they, like, hype you up or, you know, soothe um, it? It's hard for me to answer that because I am... The fifth one in my family. So mm. when it was my turn to do things, my parents didn't come. Oh, that's sad. Okay. I that's know. That's like worse than losing. Other members of my family, they remember my parents there. But again, low on the totem pole. Yeah. Pole and, uh, but I, I was okay with it. I always, I enjoyed softball. I played a lot of softball. I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Um, I didn't win a trophy. Anyway, okay, you you played softball as the... I played softball, and I loved playing softball. Um, That's basically the only sport I really played. Mm. Did you you do anything in school? Were you, like, involved in any? No, I had a newspaper route, so I had to get home and deliver newspapers to people. That is when you get on your bicycle and you throw the newspaper to the front porch. That's adorable. (laughs) You guys had front porches? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I, I, nobody does that anymore. How many miles anymore. uphill both ways? Yeah. No shoes snow. on. No shoes on. Snow up to, you know. Snow to your nipples. Did you, did you have to fight a tiger? <laughs> hmm. Only on Wednesdays. <laughs> Only the um, first week of the month. So, yeah, I, I had a responsibility after school so I can participate in okay. school act, uh, activities afterwards. Yeah. Uh that was it. Did you play any sports? I did. Um, I 
I don't know if you would consider it a sport. It is a physical act, physical activity. So I'm putting it under sports, hell or high water. <laughs> I did I did ballet and I did soccer. Um, I did this them at the same time as well. So like, I don't remember if it was every other day I would do one or the other, but I remember that there were days that I would have to do soccer, change in the car, and then go to a recital. Did you get anything at the recital? Did you get? I mean, like, if family came, they'd buy me flowers. But if family didn't come, I didn't get flowers. Okay. Um, Now, we all know Colin played baseball. I have a picture of him. He mentions it sometimes. Yeah, just a few times. Yeah, that's that's how we all came to know each other. Me and your son played Little League together. (laughs) You guys played with each other's balls. So. Too far? My bad. So you sh- I'm sure you have a lot of trophies. Where are your trophies now? In a box in a spare room at my house. You talk about them a lot for the fact that they're collecting dust. Well, so it gets brought... We, we keep having the participation trophy conversation like preemptively for this, specifically you and me because you're in the car with me and you'll start bouncing ideas and I have to be you know, a participant <laughs> in the conversation. So it, it's come up a lot because... You have brought it up a lot. But yeah, I other otherwise, until we started sort of prepping for this podcast, I had almost forgotten about them. But like I said, there, there's just a box. Okay, so what you don't I think look I at sold them. mine at like a what, what garage did you sale. do with yours? I think I sold it at a garage sale. Somebody bought I, your participation. I certainly <laughs> don't have it. Uh, okay. I had one and I certainly don't have it. So actually, I I found out in high school, and I've been meaning to do this. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do with uh, your old trophies that you don't care about is you can donate them to Special Olympics sort of type events, and and they'll change the yeah, name and, on and, and everything. I like that idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. I because I have a whole bunch of them. Yeah, from my children, I don't think they want them. They're in the attic. And I don't know what to do them, but I didn't realize the Special Olympics. I, I love that, that template, idea. You can probably just pop it out. Yeah, because yeah. some of them are generic. Like I have some that are like specifically. Yeah, there's purely, probably a thousand like John Greens. Purely baseball, but you, yeah, you just pop off the little uh, nameplate and put a new nameplate on it. And so the, I don't. I'm I'm gonna throw out a number, and I'm probably wrong. The fifty dollar trophy, mm-hmm. okay, is now ten bucks. To, uh, to like get it ready for some kid. Oh, who, that's good. You know, the trophy is much more meaningful to because at the moment he's getting a trophy. Yeah, that's the thing going on in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like to me, Everybody I don't care about got it. a trophy. I, but I, I did learn. I learned this actually from high school band because when we were moving from one school to the other, uh, all the band trophies from all the marching competitions and all that stuff previous years yeah um they were like yeah uh put them all in a box they're going to like the special olympic olympics or something like that and so some of those were like you know the band trophies they make them really big right and they're huge and they're they're, such an honor see i would think they would the schools would keep them um after so many years so many of them just kind of pile up and so, if you're just good all the time. Spe- <laughs> yeah, well, right? Also, specific ones like matter more than others. You know? Okay, let's. Let, okay, let, we're going to change the topic here. I, I want to change the topic. 
Um, that is but, a cool fact, though. That's a fun thing to do with your old ones. I, I, do, I definitely love that idea, and I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to look into that and do that. The more you know. But um, I don't want to get hung up on what to do with the trophies. Mm. I want to really talk about, did that mean a lot for you to receive a trophy? Um, in my case, no, not really. Did uh, it mean a lot for you to receive the trophy? No, I didn't care. Yeah, it, so I, do you want to go first or, or, or should I go first? You go ahead. Okay, so when I received the trophies, um, my my father is the one who instilled all, all like the competitiveness in me that I have. Uh, so while I was taught playing baseball, okay, it, I was, have fun. Like, that's something you want to do. Right, you want to have fun. But he, the way he put it was, you are out here to win. Your first goal is to win, okay? If you don't win, it's okay. But you are trying to win. You are competing. Go hard, but have fun doing it. And if you're not having fun doing it, you probably don't need to do it, okay? I was always having fun. Even when I was on a losing team, none of them none of them really mattered to me because they weren't a, oh, you were the first place team. It was... Oh, you played. You played, I, so you got a participation trophy. And because I understood them as participation trophies, they didn't matter to me. What mattered to me was the game ball. The, okay. Uh, which, you know. You, you did your best that day. Yeah, you get I, the game ball. It's more of an honor to receive. Do you yeah. still have a game that? ball? Uh, yeah, I, I still have all my game balls. They were also signed by the entire team. Uh, you, know you were born with game balls, right? Like, you don't need to. <laughs> That can go in the bloopers. No, no. It's, uh, th- th- this is the savagery I deal with, and I'm okay with it. But um, so, so anyway, yeah. Do you I, still have your game balls? Yes, I do. They're, Which ones? Uh, so generally, you got one every year, and you could kind of tell when one was given out as a participation. You could tell when one was given out legitimately. Um, I hate when they do that. Well, they didn't receive a game ball yet, and they should. I, I understand that. Well, because— Do you think you know that as a child that— I knew, okay? But it, it also—it depends on your father or your mother. In my case, it was my father. My father wanted to instill in me the love of baseball. He said, hey, do you want to play baseball? I wouldn't play a year. The only rule he had was— I had to finish what I started. If I started one season, I had to finish that season. And every season I started, I had to finish. How long did you play baseball for? How many seasons? So how, how old were you? Did you stop or did your parents stop you? I, I stopped. Do you wish your parents continued, made you go? Uh, no. So um, I I never did competitive. I did the Dizzy Dean um, Little League stuff, which is a lot a lot less competitive. It's not the travel ball that you'll see end up at the world's, uh, the little league world series. Um, it, it was a lot more casual. And when you hit about 10 or 11, that kind of stops and you have to transfer into middle school sports. Um, I, uh, suffered from, I get, I guess asthma, but asthma like symptoms. And so when it came to, uh, certain things, I did not appear as if though I was as capable as I was. Um, and so when I went to go try out for the middle school baseball team, I did terribly. And they did not care about 
anything past that first day. So because I could not run as fast as the other kids at the time and because I could not throw as hard as the other kids at the time, I was automatically out. It didn't matter that I could pitch uh, a um, a curveball without trying. It didn't matter that I uh, could you know could bat way uh, fast, way fast, above average. Fast, fast. I'm sorry. I just think of that one movie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so the my you know I I Did was. Did you play outfield. any other sports besides baseball? Uh, I no. would consider marching band a sport. Um. It depends who you argue with, but yes. I'm not arguing. Marching band. If it is physical, it is a sport. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Well, so, some people will argue. I'm uh, not. But, um. Okay. Uh, I did Allie, marching band. How long did you, you said you danced? I have no idea how long soccer. I did it. Um, I remember my last performance because I was sick and I had to leave the performance early. And did, that was ballet. Um, I don't. I don't really remember it. I mean, I'm sure I was happy to get the participation trophy when I got it. I think I had to stop due to money, though. If I if I remember correctly, we just couldn't afford it afford anymore. It. Especially both. Like, I'm sure, like, if there was only one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always. All that stuff gets expensive, too. You crazy. have to pay to be in these and the kids And, like, kids grow at a crazy rate. So it's not like. You buy one set of cleats and they'll grow into them. Yeah, they'll grow into them, but they can't run for like an entire season. Yeah. You and, know, and uh, then they grow like a weed. Yeah. I went through a lot of cleats. Yeah. I luckily only ever went through one glove. Um, but with these thighs, I'd go through so many pairs of tights. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure I didn't as a kid, but I, I would now. Do you wish bats that you were continue? provided, though? At least there was that. I, I had a bat that I eventually grew into, but bats were provided. What was the question? Did you wish you continued with those? Um, yes. Obviously not at the expense of my parents' wallet. Right. But, like, in a perfect world, I probably any... stayed okay. dancing. Did, did you do anything in school? I did not. I was too cool for school. However, like, hilariously, if you ask anybody who didn't, who wasn't with me at school, they all thought I was in theater, which is a lot of fun. (laughs) I probably should have done theater. You did hang out with the theater kids, though. I did hang out with the theater kids, I guess, yeah. But I I should have done theater. Um, I tried tried out for a singing choir, a singing group in middle school, I believe elementary school, middle school, and I didn't get in. Um, And I sang my little heart out, and I didn't get in. And what made it worse was the singing teacher wasn't picking, and she had told me that she would have picked me if she had. And I just decided to reject everything before it could reject me, so I never tried out for anything since. To this day, like, if you— Okay, that is a lie if you argue that interviews are a tryout. But I have not tried out for anything since. Wow. Okay. I hated the entire process. It was awful. Like, the fact that I had to try out for a spot when I knew I could sing, I knew I wanted to sing, it didn't matter. Those people didn't care. Isn't that funny? Like, the county sports or not the school sports. I don't know what direct department sports. Everybody played. Yeah. Everybody played, but you paid. Yeah. In school, you had to try out for everything. Yep. Yeah, the um that that was that transfer, you know. I dizzy dean, it didn't matter. Yeah. But getting into middle school, I mean, but that's when you start getting like more serious about your hobbies that's and what you, you want to do and yeah. figure out what you want to do. 
What what is funny is, uh, and you know him, he was one of the most like competitive best players in Dizzy Dean with mm-hmm. uh, me and your son. Right. And uh, he didn't go past middle school. I think he might have played one year of middle school ball. So like some of the best players just didn't. Like it, it stopped mattering to them around middle school when it became a like you had to try out, you had to make the team, you had to compete. And it, they just stopped caring. Were you, why? Why? Do you so, think that participation trophy and that you made the team, did you, you think that affected? No. So with Dizzy Dean, um, it could be argued that a lot of the best players, their how parents. Old, how old is Dizzy Dean's? Let's start with that. Some people might not know what Dizzy Dean's are. Let, what to, age group is Dizzy Dean's? To my knowledge, about the time you turn 11 is when you stop. I don't know if it goes past that. I know that's when I stopped okay. because that was the last year I played. And then you're in middle school, what, Trying a year after that? Yeah. yeah, well, either that year or the year after. I think okay. sixth grade, because of my age, because I was always like one of the youngest, I was able to still do Dizzy Dean. But that was the year I was the oldest on the team. So, And it was starting to show because, you know, I'm I'm hitting puberty. And it's like, I had always been the weak kid, the slow kid, like, what got me by was not the power. It was the sweetness and the technicality. You know, I couldn't throw as hard, but I threw a more accurate, accurate better pitch. I, I couldn't hit as hard, but I hit more often. And I was starting to gain the power at that time. And it was starting to show and it's like, oh, okay. I'm about to start surpassing these kids really fast. Now, that wouldn't last because they would catch up to me. They, you know, we, we were all going to start hitting at the same time. But I was on the, the front edge of that. Okay. And it was kind of starting to show. I do have to wonder, it, how many of the best players' parents were also the ones coaching? Um, that is a direct question. I am expecting an answer for the record. I, so, yeah, it's a thought. It's a, you, it's it's a thought like with no response. If your parent is coaching... Yeah, you're going to play. Yeah, you're going to get in. Yeah, it's not going to matter. You'll get playtime. Whatever. Cool. You're into it. But once your parent stops becoming the, like, isn't the coach anymore, do, I mean, do you even want to try out? Because, like, you don't have the preferential treatment. Now, I'm not saying people, like, survive off of that, but it might matter. Um, yeah. I, I can speak to that a little bit because... <laughs> Uh, Thank okay. God. I was so worried you couldn't. I'm sorry. I, uh, you, you, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my podcast now. Um, but um, It's almost like I had asked you a question. Uh, yeah. Um, so a lot of the not best players, like legitimately not the best players, were the ones, the coach's sons, the ones that were getting the preferential treatment. Okay, I was just curious. Um, now, I don't know what happened to them for the most part. Uh, like I said, some of the more competitive players, I think what happened with a lot of us is we were sick of the BS because we were not getting any preferential treatment. We were kind of being treated like dirt. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to say something. I know on one of my son's teams, I'm not going to say which sport, but I know the coach was harder on their child than any other child on the team. Yeah. They didn't get the, but I know there's some coach that 
uh, they get the yeah special the treatment yeah. and everything. I know, but I I've also school. seen where the coach is the hardest. Yeah, on their own on child. Their own kid. Yeah, I um I remember going to school with a girl, and she was like the sport girl. Like she did softball. If she could have played with the guys, she would play with the guys. Like she just, you know. And I saw her, I guess, on Facebook, and I stalked her profile a little bit. <laughs> As you do. I mean, like, don't, like, you do. And, uh, turns, like, I mean, after high school, because I don't, I don't know if she got a scholarship. I don't know if she went to college. But after high school, she's, like, three kids deep. Wow. So, it's, like, and I have to wonder if her mom just put her in that and made her do it. Because I know her schedule was constantly, she was always doing something. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, and I have to wonder, because, like, like a divorce. Like, so if you and your parents were super into, like, baseball, for example, because it's the, the current, like, sport topic, um, and then your parents get a divorce, it's just easier that you don't do that sport anymore. Okay. I don't have a demographic number for that. That is just a thought out there. Because um, I know, like, early to late, like... Early childhood to, like, early teenhoods. About the time parents usually get a divorce anyway. I don't have a demographic number on that. I'm just saying, like, that's what it seems like. I'm going to save that topic for... Uh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if your parents split, it's probably easier if you don't do that sport. Because you that's have to switch back and forth. Right, they don't, you don't or, have to like, you no longer, show. Or you no longer, like, live with the parent that liked the sport anyway. Like if your dad was super into sports and for whatever reason you don't see him as much, that sport's so tied to your dad. That- I, mm-hmm. I know a, a, a kid right now, uh, hundred percent. Like his mom is the, is the baseball sports mom. Like she, she's she, a huge football chaser. fan. Uh, you know, huge, huge baseball fan. I, you know, I think the only thing she doesn't care about is soccer, but you know, this is, this is America. It's just not, anyway. not the sport it is. But uh, if the kid was with his dad more often, he would probably still play sports, but he would not be anywhere near as much. I just picked a parent. What, like, it didn't what do you yeah. want to play sports, though? Well, you know, I, I know sometimes, when do you push your kid to continue the sport? And when do you say, okay, no, he doesn't want to play the sport anymore. And like... I asked you earlier, do you wish your parents pushed you more to play that sport? My parents know because so because I know some kids wish that they said, oh, you know, I love that sport. I really wish my parents, you know, I quit because I want to play mm-hmm. games and stuff like that. The video games and stuff. And I really wish my parents pushed me to do this. My brother played football for the majority of his high school career. And. My dad has often said he wished he had pushed him to keep playing. And now my parents seem to let us quit whenever we wanted. So that was never really a problem. I don't wish they had pushed me to, into anything. I don't like being pushed into doing shit. I don't know if you've noticed right, that, but-, but I hate that shit. So it's like, if my parents had pushed, I would have probably pushed back a little bit. Um, if I, Okay, so like if I had had the self-awareness of an adult, I would have <laughs> kept dancing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't have that as a kid, though. I think I mentioned it earlier. My parents were like, hey, run to the left. And I was like, on it, chief. <laughs> <laughs> to the right it is. Run real fast. Go, go, go. 
but let's let's talk about. I know you looked up some pros and cons about the people receiving the participation so, trophies. Let and- me kind of go back here and answer maybe a possible few questions somebody has. Um, first of all, what is a participation trophy? They're um, trophies that are commonly given to children who participate in a sport or competition. The idea is to reward the child for being part of the sport, not necessarily because they played well or did the best. Given to non um, to non-ranking team members, meaning that they did not place first, second, or third in the competition or spot. Now that's common. Um, what I do think is so interesting, though, is this is so tied to sports, but like. You don't get a participation trophy for being in a science fair or a theater competition or a right, choir you get first, competition. Second, and third place. And then you go home, like, or you go home. <laughs> and you don't win. Is it harder now since everybody, you're a winner, you're a winner. Is it harder to accept when your team loses? I think as you get older it is. But I also think it depends on how much, how what the stakes in this are for you. And that depends on everybody. As a kid, you know, you are the current thing you're doing. Like, if you play soccer, you are you are a soccer player. Like, that's your whole thing. So, like, if you lose a game, you probably take it pretty hard, unless you're taught not to take it hard at all. But um, that's hard. I, I mean, if you're in love with the sport, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I love my football. I love my soccer. No, that's totally fair. And, you know, I, I'm going to say my son played football one year. He didn't like it. I had to accept the fact that he didn't like it. Did I push him to go? No, I didn't push him to go. Do I think he has regrets not playing? No. He played other sports that he enjoyed. Yeah. So. That's totally fair. Now, I do have to. But we were. We did. Well, I can return to this in a second because I brought up a a fact, a thing that I genuinely believe in. And I think to a degree. You kind of weighed in just now without really weighing in that participation trophies were made, and I can get into this in just a second, but participation trophies were made by your generation, Gen X. And I have to believe, genuinely from the bottom of my heart, that the participation trophy isn't necessarily for the child. Because I don't think I would have cared if I hadn't gotten a trophy. Sure, I would have been a little jealous of the kid that did, but like, eh, you know, I would have gotten over that pretty quickly. Um, I think participation trophies are mostly for adults. I mean, you you want your child to do this thing, mm-hmm. and then you pay the money for them to do that thing, and then you show up at, in an inconvenient time in this inconvenient outfit, and you sit in whatever weather that you decide to do that thing in, and you watch these kids be awful at this thing, and then they <laughs> and then you watch these people give these kids awful snacks at this thing, and then you go to all these stupid fucking games for argumentatively six months. I will say there is nothing more entertaining than Little League Baseball. Okay. And um, (laughs) (laughs) so you want something for that damn thing. You want something for all that fucking effort you just put in. Because your child probably, like, your child probably kicked and screamed at least freaking once. They didn't want to put on the tights. Something was too tight. The shoes were tied wrong. Like, and they didn't want to go. And that's some, and that was, I would say, is the hardest part is that. No, I don't want to go. No, I don't want to go. But once you were there, you had a great time. Mm-hmm. But to get out the door, I think most kids don't want to go. But I, I do want to say something about um, participation trophy. And I know I keep interrupting you, and I'm no, so you're sorry. No, you're good. Go but, ahead. Um, you know, my, my husband coached soccer for my son. And um, 
one year, this um, parent, mm. he just kept on taking pictures at the games, all the games and That's everything. So weird. At the end of the year party, he gave each player or the parent, yeah. each parent, a video. Of their kid? Of a collage of the whole team through oh, that that's whole cool. season. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that's I think cool. I'd rather have that than a trophy. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. Well, I mean, and that's assuming that each team has a parent that dedicated to whatever. And you have, I mean, and you have to assume that they don't. Maybe one out of every three has that one parent that's super dedicated. So it's like, what do you do then? You know, but a lot of parents, their child is their ego. That is their reflection upon the world. Like I made this, this is me. I'm sending it out into the world. <laughs> if it fucks up, I fucked up. If it has, so it has to do great. So it means that I did great. Um, yeah, I, I was going to bring that up because, <laughs> well. I uh, was so worried you wouldn't have. <laughs> well. I was waiting for I, something. I'm sorry. Can we just take a moment there? <laughs> Let's just, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but um, okay, Colin. You're, yeah, I think you're getting beat up on every episode. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm the punching bag. <laughs> we still love you. Let, uh, Cry about li- it later. Live vicariously through me, uh, gentlemen. Um, I charge but, twenty dollars an hour. Uh, so, Gene, your your generation is associated with the helicopter parents, um, and yes. I know I know you weren't one, uh, but it's something that I've seen, you've seen, like we we have seen that. We've parent. all seen. Um, and part of that helicopter parent is the living vicariously through your child. Mm. Okay. But let, you, you talk about the helicopter parent and, um, I appreciate your, let me, thank you. Uh, can we get her a line, please? Yes. Line, Jeannie's yeah. line, No, I, I'm please. sorry. I'm just, uh, no, thought. you're good. I was just teasing. Um, does that have something to do, like I said, my parents never came to anything. Mm. I made, and, and I yes, it does have something to do. I'm going to answer my own question because mm. I made sure I was at every game or everything my children participated in. It was mm. important for me to be there. Well, I know each generation, and this is the whole conversation, tries to do their best and everything. Um do you think you guys aren't going to be helicopter parents because your parents were so involved? I see. I think there's a difference between helicopter parenting and involvement. Okay. I think there's a difference because so like a little anecdote, because as a kid, I don't really remember too many specific situations. So I'm going to use my nephew out and throw him at gunpoint here. Um, My nephew was getting bullied for a little while by this child who lived in the neighborhood and I told him, I said, you have three avenues to go about this. You can try to handle it yourself. You can tell an adult or you can hit the kid. <laughs> Those were the options. I offered <laughs> to handle it, but he was like, no, don't do that, Allie. And I was like, okay. Um, but he said, I want to handle it myself. And I was like, I think that is a very astute adult thing to do. Please go ahead, continue. And it worked for about a week. And then the bullying started back. Yes, it does. And it was so unfortunate because you know that he was just so annoyed. He was over it. We were over it. The poor kid would come home crying because he had the softest little heart. And this kid would call him just these stupid little names. They're like me being, you know, a 24 to 28 year old adult. I'm just like, he didn't know what that means. 
But like, you know, <laughs> this kid's five at the time he was five. Like he, that's all that mattered to him was other people's opinions. Right. Valid. It's totally valid. And so my mom walked him to the school bus one day. And she, and she always did, but she walked him to the school bus one day. And she tore into this child. This is a six-year-old woman ripping into a five-year-old. Oh my god. <laughs> not goodness. a five-year-old. I mean, he wasn't like literally five, but he was youngish. Right. And I would argue maybe 11 or younger, you know. And uh, she's ripping into this kid. And it's like, damn, there were steps to take before this. But that's what I would consider helicoptering. Okay. Because, okay. like, she could have gone to the parent and been like, I know that, like, you know, your situation, I don't know your situation. I understand that. I'm so sorry. But we have to handle our kids to some degree. Um, there, there, could have, there were other avenues. But the level— that she was involved in that situation, Racial. I would consider as a helicopter. helicoptering versus a normal amount of involvement. Yeah. Like, well, see, my, my dad was always involved. He was always there. He was at the fence with me in the outfield talking about the game. When I, when so I, so you would consider your father a helicopter no, parent because the, I he, would by your well, statement, right? He, he was there. Not like, Hey, this is how you do it. He's like, okay. That kid's swing. You just saw it. Like, what? where is he going to hit the ball? And it, it, it but, gave me something to think But his intentions were good, but still that he was, would, his intentions were good. I understand what you're saying, but I, I yeah, think. Yeah, that would have stressed me out as a kid if my well, parent was I there think, going, think about it. Think, I don't, I don't well, want to fucking. He's still helicoptering over you. To, to me, that that was, like, I was all for that. But, what but we are I, different people, yeah. too. Because the way right. me and my dad interact does not seem normal to some people because we're everybody. really good friends. Not some people, everybody. <laughs> and see, okay, that's so it's, that's such a unique situation with Colin and his father. They are friends. They recognize each other as father and son, son. but they manage to be friends. Where some parents, okay. I'm wow, not friends wow, with wow, my wow, mom. Wow, 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 wow. We're, we're going to another my topic. My parents and but- I are not friends. I don't know if they'd want me as a friend. I don't know if I'd want them as a friend. I haven't considered it because they're my parents. At no point have I ever been like, oh, they need to be my friend. Yeah, me and me and my dad work together. We 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 go to gigs together. Like we spend a lot of time together, and it's like never like at each other's throats. Like I, I don't think th- I was friends with my parents either. They even they were into my, adulthood, like they were they were your parents. they were my parents. I've yeah. always respected them, and they were my parents. And even as an adult, my father matter his opinion mattered to me yeah i I respected his opinion i respected his decisions i know we got off topic but i think that's an important difference between how we view how our parents handled situations though yeah but like like my dad he's there he's participating but he's participating because of me with my sister who played softball you know he did not do that as much because she did not care as much you know a lot more of what my sister got was favoritism well Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, no, I, mean I just, I, no, no. I yeah. just, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. I'm sorry. You can but bloop that one out. That we, was we, just. We got, we got very different treatments because we needed very different treatments. Well, you're two different people. Yeah. And that's the problem. Everybody thinks, and this is, let's go back. Let's go. Uh, uh, let's Snuffy. save this. Let's save this for another. Um topic yeah. but let's go back to the cons i mean we were talking about the pros yeah. go back to the, let's reiterate the pros um, and then go back to the cons well i i want to get one thing in before we no totally Allie, please continue it was, it was that so you know 
you have that involved parent, but you the helicopter parent, they're living vicariously through their child. Mm-hmm. The reason why the kid is playing baseball is not because the kid wants, wants to play to baseball. Because the parents is making the him. Parent, you know, the, the soccer, the football, the running. I tore my ACL uh, in college and I couldn't make it to the finals and my kid has to do yeah. it. I, I knew a kid And a lot who, of people his, push it because of the scholarships too. Okay, the scholarships is a totally different okay. conversation yeah. though. But I, I, I knew, honestly, three kids that like their dad was like, they're going to do this sport and they're going to get a scholarship for none of them went to college. But like every one of those kids was under so much pressure from their dad, trying to live vicariously through them. And it's, it's obvious like he was never good at any sport, but he was going to force his kids to be good at sports and it ruined them. That's a shame. Yeah. But we're, and that is a risk you take. Um, but yeah, we are a little off topic. Um, I was going to hit the history super quick on, um, Participation trophy, so this is going to be a little drawn out. Sorry, advance. Um, so the first mention of a participation trophy from my research was in roughly 1922. Um, it was started at Ohio State. Oh, wow. Those were words. Ohio State Inventational High School. It was a basketball tournament, and they gave participation trophies to every player as well as gave out awards to the winning players. The thought behind it was that the trophy was to encourage more students to participate. The debate around these trophies did begin in 1998. So about the time we started really growing up. Right, when you guys started participating in sports. Yeah. Um, And really something interesting that I found that I forgot to write down, but it has really embedded itself in my little noggin, is for a little while— the army used participation trophies. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they stopped very quickly, but they did use it. Huh. And it's more interesting that this seemed to start in a high school. Um, I'm going to hit the pros really quick. Some are a little self-explanatory, so I won't read my entire little blog about them. But the pros are as stated, at least from my research, they're positive reinforcement. Um, recent studies, this is a study done in between 2010 to 2017, um, they show that using positive reinforcement, especially with younger kids, is a great way to make a kid do things, want to do things. Um, it can prevent misbehavior and encourage pro-social behaviors like following directions and sharing. Um, it shows the value of participating in team activities and rewards good behavior like team building, communication, trust, and physical activity. Okay. Um, It teaches the importance of values. It says kids who receive participation trophies learn the positive impacts of developing social skills, leading an active lifestyle, and trying new things. Um, I mean, if I got a piece of candy, I know a piece of candy isn't a participation trophy, but if I got a piece of candy every time I did something a little bit new, I would probably (laughs) do it all the time. Oh my God, I would try so many new things. It depends upon the candy. You You give me a milk chocolate peanut butter dove. And I'll try whatever you want me to go for. Ooh, okay, we're not going there. That's another episode. <laughs> I am motivated by peanut Colin butter. Colin just left the room, and I think he went to the store. <laughs> he can find them. I'm down. Um, they, they are legitimately hard to find. I've, I've tried. They're really hard to find. Um, They're like my favorite candy, which is the worst. Um, so it elevates a children's success. Kids who receive a participation trophy are being taught how important it is to work hard and feel a victory for the devotion they put into their team or organization. It says participation trophies help children feel appreciated and successful. Last little pro point here. 
is it increases self-esteem. It teaches them to work hard at the things that they like to do and boost their confidence and take on um, new life challenges. Hmm. In a team effort way. I, I think the biggest thing this all boils down to is not how the kid perceives the participation trophy, but how the parent... The, it, it really is the parent. Because... Well, we're, you know, yay, uh, good job. I'm so proud of you. You did great this season. Yeah, I mean, even if you lost every game, if your kid participated, they won. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a kid. It's a fucking child. Have fun. It's Go not out like there it's Tom Brady out there. Like, he actually cares uh, if he wins or loses. I just picked a name. That was the only name I knew. Yeah, Allie is a sports ball go sports kind of person. Uh, I just, that was the only name I had seen recently. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if That's a kid okay. loses or wins. Like, yeah, if it wins, he gets that extra little pump, but like. <laughs> yeah. But like, I have participation trophies. At the time they were fine, but I didn't really care about them. However, on the other hand, I have. I think you kids were very happy when you got your trophies. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'll, I I think you guys were very, very happy. I don't distinctly remember being happy, but I'm sure I was. Yeah. I was like, hey, look, I got a thing. Yeah, I got a trophy. Look at this trophy. You took a yeah. picture. You were, you I were mean, happy. I you were proud of it. I think each child was proud that they received it. And then it just slowly lost okay, its meaning. Okay, let's put it down and yeah. go on. Yeah, but like it, it came down to like, so I have participation trophies at the time. They were cool. They were whatever. I'm I'm sure there are kids on that team that thought they were way way cooler than I did. But did as you, dis- you how long did you display your participation trophies? Not not super long. Um, like, like I said, the game. I left my children's until they they moved out. The 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 game ball was what was displayed, and that was that was all mine were legitimate. Like I I could tell I did something that game. Like so, there was always a play that I could associate it with. And I can actually tell you some of the plays, okay, but, but I'll do that off Let's go back to the podcast. participation trophy. How <laughs> long did that stay in your room for? I think... How long did yours stay in your room for? I would guess maybe a year. That's it? Well, Less. we have to... Well, really? We have, well, Why? So we would have to assume that it got put on a shelf that I couldn't reach for a while. It didn't display in your room like there's displayed in their room. I didn't, like, I don't remember wanting to play soccer. I wanted to play ballet. Ballet. I'm so sorry about my phone. Um, I wanted to play, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really remember wanting to do sports or anything. I remember my parents wanting me to. So it probably got displayed. I remember the last time I distinctly remember seeing it and touching it. It was in the basement and I was doing laundry and I had to move it to get like a paper cutter, hmm. like a, like a star shaped paper cutter for a project. And I was like, man, that's in the way. Yeah. See, for me, they, they, they I mean, some kids, some parents, I, I, I keep interrupting Colin and I'm so sorry, it but I mean, to things. this day, their kid can be their child, which is not a child anymore, can be 40 years old and it's still Display and that's totally valid. That's absolutely amazing. I, I'm the Hallmark movies. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Yeah, Sorry. you no. were you were the best. I have everything since you were three. Right, no. I, I think that ultimately depends on on the relationship between the child and the parent, and what the, they they went through. Because in my case, yo, know, it was I enjoyed baseball, mm-hmm. but I none of my baseball participation trophies were on display for super long. 
uh, and none of them were on display. Now, did however, you notice that they were? Who took them down? Who I, took? I, them? I did. You I did. did. I did okay. not. I, I had no took mine down too. You probably took yours down too. Yeah. Interesting. However, in my room, still to this day, are my Master 4H national ribbons. Okay, those are, those are something that I had to compete. Multiple okay, competitions. Now, now we're yeah. going to competition, and we're not going to participation. So you're more proud of your my competition my, yeah. than your participation. Yes, I, and because I have those competitions, so should everybody receive a participation trophy? Then I don't know if I don't know if they did or they didn't. I I know 4H sometimes some things you would get like a little participation ribbon, but it was whoop de doo. Um, and but I have I have. 4-H does, it, it's called mastering. It's where you compete, you get to the point where you compete at a national level. So I have mastered in 4-H. And because I have the national ribbons and all that stuff, and I was the first, I was on the first Georgia team and, and all this stuff, they're important to me because they, there's a lot behind them and a scout? lot of work. I never did Boy Scout. Okay. Because um, I know, okay, so your 4-H ribbons, I know some Girl, oh, I Scout Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, those are earning badges and everything. Yeah, there, mean there a was lot to more. Them. So, like, more effort. My brother did Boy Scouts, and you actually had to go do shit in the Boy Scouts. Like, if you wanted your tent building thing, you actually had to learn how to build a tent in a certain amount of time. I, Girl Scouts was such bullshit, I'll be honest, because, like, I got my s'mores making badge with a microwave. Sales. No, I got my s'mores making badge with a microwave. Wow. I, That's not the Girl Scout way. You're I supposed got, to do that over a campfire. I got my, I wanted to do it over a campfire. And then I got my camping badge at a camp that had cabins. You were glamping and didn't even know it. Yeah, honestly, like, <laughs> I, it was honestly such, it was honestly such bullshit. Um, Princess it didn't help that Allie. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> it didn't help that I didn't like the group I was in either. Like I got kicked out of the brownies. Let's just say that. Yeah, but <laughs> but I was a brownie leader. Oh, and I loved it. I loved being a brownie leader. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it, it, I think the things that I yeah you know, we got just for doing it they they mattered a little at the time, but they kind of just stopped. But it's just interesting how your participation trophies are not around, but your accomplish I would say accomplishments yeah. because they were competition and you won are still displayed. Yeah, like that's I, an interesting fact. I had to go through regionals, which I barely made okay. it in and everybody thought I failed at. Uh I had to go through state, which was a huge fight. And then nationals, I'm up against 50 other teams. Okay. Um I know we're running short on time. We're going to have to go over because I still we still have and, a lot to talk about. And I know Allie wants to tell us about the cons, too, because I know you told us about the— No, you're good. Um, I do think a little important sidetrack is—I okay, so, like, Colin has a competitive streak. I don't. Mm -hmm. I—you will not—I cannot think of a trophy— any form of trophy you will find in my room that I would use to represent me, not even my graduation degrees. No. I don't— Care. I am so far removed from any of my quote unquote successes. I'm so much more than that. Like I couldn't give a shit less. 
it's a cool thing to have, I'm sure, to somebody. And the people who earned it deserve it. I'm not trying to downplay that. I'm not saying, no, oh, I'm no, not no, no, better no. than anybody because I... Because life is always a competition. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's always competing for I'm, something. Whether you're competing for that parking space, whether you're competing to get in yeah, front of that car. And I just don't find myself particularly... Like when... like. Okay, so when I worked at the bakery, my boss was extremely competitive. She was like, we have to get all of this done so that I can win that free lunch. And I'm just like, oh, you don't want me on this team. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't care about your free lunch. Right. That's a you problem, homie. Like, I can buy you lunch. Give me an extra dollar pay, though, because, like, damn. That's I've, I've all- also seen Competitive Alley back when she did, like, PvP in a video game. <laughs> she did not like herself as that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not fun when I'm competitive. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a good kind of competitive. And also, like, I just don't like being competitive. It doesn't do me anything. Okay. Um, it doesn't really. You earn, some people consider competitive successful. I have to be. But you don't see it that way. Success, you see it I would way. have to be highly, highly motivated. Yeah. And what it takes to motivate me is considerably more costly than just doing the thing you damn self. All right, so very quickly, I'm going to run down the cons. It does kill competition. Uh, not everyone should feel like they're first or a winner L- um, all the time. Losing is an opportunity that children can use to work harder to win next time. By telling everyone that they're equal instead of choosing a winner, it can prevent kids from trying to perform at their full potential because they know it will be rewarded no matter what. And kids who do uh, work hard may decline in performance because they don't understand why they should try when they get the same reward. Ah, I like that. And Colin's touched on that when we've talked like about it that. in private before. You know, and it's a big con. You are hurting the kids that are trying. And I felt that before. Like, I feel like I'm trying my best and I'm still the slowest in the class. And the kid who's not trying as hard, but is just happens to be fast, is getting all the rewards. It doesn't matter that my heart is in my throat and I taste blood. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's it's hard. Um, Interesting. And I have a note here that says it promotes narcissism. I'm going to read this note. I have a whole ass opinion about it. (laughs) Um, Let's every child feel like they're the best, even if they are exceptionally skilled at at that sport or competition. Students who were overvalued, uh, they were more likely to develop narcissistic traits such as entitlement and superiority. Now, entitlement is a whole other topic that we will eventually get on. Because that is a whole conversation in itself. That's a I bunch feel of like, episodes. <laughs> I feel Every like episode. Anybody so- who devotes their life to narcissism, the, uh, that's a complex. But I feel like overconfidence, confidence, and, nar- and some traits of narcissism, you need to get through every fucking day. You need to fake that shit at least a little bit to get through your fucking yeah. day. But they don't say it. That's the problem. They just, it blows my mind that they just, how, how oblivious they are to it. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, and this, this is wrapping back to the, kind of the same <laughs> no, thing. I'm only kidding. It, uh, almost every bit of that, it's like, okay, yeah, some of that can come from the participation trophy. You can argue that. But I think ultimately it comes from the parent. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I agree. I have to, I think the a parent set them like up for a, that. Every problem with the participation trophy is the parent interacting with the child. Every pro of the participation trophy is the parent interacting with the child. I would like to make a note for anybody feeling particularly attacked. We are saying the parent, but by parent, we do not mean Gen X for the record. Just, just as a statement All in parents. case- in case anybody gets particularly upset, when we say parent, in this case, we do not mean Gen X's. 
when we mean Gen X's, we will say Gen X's. If we want you to feel attacked, you will feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, because I just want to point that out. I just wanted to offer that to anybody who was our like, generation um, is parents right now, and <laughs> there's right. probably That's not some the serious. point. Yeah. I just wanted to be very clear. But you, always, you, you know, as a parent, you always want the best for your kids. You want to do the best for them. You want them. Yeah, no, of course. So, but right, it's not. Who knows? My last little point, just real quick. Um, you won't learn from mistakes. Failure, uh, failure is a <laughs> value. <laughs> failure is a significant experience that every child needs to learn in their life because they can learn to fail and they can learn how to resolve and move forward, recover and move forward, resolve, whatever. I I think that's very important. I think that's very important. However, I think the value of losing a sport or competition is played too highly on a kid. Kids lose every fucking day of their lives. People in general lose every fucking day of their lives. Well, There's tiny little losses that people can hardly recover from to this day because of bullshit. We're going to go back to baseball where that kid didn't catch that last ball and that ran. But who makes that child isn't feel bad that about the, that last ball? Isn't that the plot of Meet the Robinsons? Yes. Oh, I've never seen that movie. We'll have to watch it. It's adorable. Okay. But but that's kind of like the whole thing is like that kid isn't making himself or themselves feel that accountable for that last stupid ball. Okay. Now, and I don't know the correct answer for this, but I'm asking opinions. Um, When you kids were younger, my kids were younger, we'd play games. We'd let the kid win. To make him feel better. But at a certain point, we had That kid's got to fucking lose at some point. We had to let that child lose. Yeah. But we let that child win till they were maybe, what, five, six years old? Until they understood that- At least until you had an older sibling. Until they got cocky. Yeah, until they became a little shit about it. Something that that our generation uh, makes a lot of jokes about is- uh, some Gen Z, Gen Alpha kid playing Super Smash Brothers. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting there like on, on the Switch and they're- going at it and they finally beat someone in our late twenties, uh, early thirties. And we immediately like, they start getting cocky about it. So we pull out the controller we learned on. We pull out the N64 controller. We pull out the GameCube controller. We plug it up and we show them. We've been holding back the whole time because we grew up on a more competitive version of it or some can argue. And, when we go back to the way we used to play instead of playing on their level, oh my God, it's brutal. But <laughs> it shows you like there's a bigger fish. You can win, but not everybody is giving you their their best. So. Yeah, I, I, and it's, it's okay. It's humbling to. Yeah, there's lose. nothing wrong with losing. However. Make it make it such like a. Yeah, I think. Something that not enough people give credit to is the little losses that break you down every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if it's a big loss, like humans in general, people, or, uh, beings, anything living loses a little bit every day. And it's such bullshit that it's like sometimes making a learning experience out of not catching the winning game ball, not worth it. Mm-hmm. Just not fucking worth it. Like, Today at work, 
um, very, very early in my morning, (laughs) I messed up a few days ago and a case did not get built to be put on the truck. So we had to tear the truck apart, rebuild the case, put it back on the truck. And it messed, it, it took everybody's day back 30 minutes. And that was a big loss for me, um, in my faith to do my job. Now, thankfully, my boss, regardless of the fact that he was pissed at me, um, he didn't make me feel like shit for losing the game ball. He didn't make me feel bad for it. Right. He just said, we will do better next time. Got it. On it, boss. We will do better next time. Okay. Did you say it was your fault? or they I just, knew it was my fault. Or they just knew it was your fault? Like, he said, we can't. Because some people try to hide. That's another issue. Some people try to hide. That is Take an issue. For, I think it's more so... I did. It's okay. I'm human. People aren't perfect. So he said, as a team, we lost. And I appreciated that. However, I knew it was me. You know, mm-hmm. I was the last. But you're going to remember defense. that because when somebody else on your team makes a I mistake, I will never make them feel like it's their fault because he never made me feel like it was my fault. Right. And that's, that's a huge thing. Absolutely. And that's what I say. Like when, cause it's, we are one, the warehouse is one big team, but then I work in a small pod and that's my team. So when I say my team, I mean my like five people. Um, and so when I say there was a loss, we lost. There's no I in team. There is no I in team. <laughs> not even if we lose. Like, I just say, hey, guys, in the future, we need to do this. We need to right. Do but, you know, like, I have a phenomenal leader right now who he never makes me feel like it's my fault. Even if it is my fault. He just says, What generation is your leader? I, I think he's an older millennial. Because he's okay. not much older than me. He's okay. still quite young. I, I'm just, you know... We learn each day. It doesn't matter how old we are. We're still learning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But just what I mean is, like, there's enough. I even think that's kids, awesome that he did that for absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I appreciate it every day. But you're going to pass that on. And that's more of a learning experience than anything. A hundred percent. But I think that's something important that kids need to learn is, and I, not kids specifically, but adults, I think, need to remember that to kids, everything very early on is personal. Every, mm-hmm. Everything is personal. And... That's so hard on kids that like these little losses that you don't think is a big deal, tragic, tragic. to this child. Well, like uh, they lost their pencil. Oh my God. And you're thinking to yourself, it's a pencil. I'll buy you another But it was one. their it's lucky pencil. Game. They passed the last but test with that pencil. It's their favorite <laughs> pencil. It's a traumatic, at that age, at that stage of their life, yep. that is. And people act like kids have these perfect little lives and they don't. Like, kids' lives have tragedies. They just aren't bigger. They are not big tragedies in the big picture. But we have to remember that a kid's frame is smaller. Right. And you have to remember that that's important for them and at their that pain, moment. Their frame is... And kids... And I'm going to use a painting reference because I think it makes more sense. Their frame is smaller, but their brush is bigger. Interesting. I like that. So their frame of reference is incredibly tiny, but their brush is huge. So they spill milk ruins their entire day because their mom's probably mad at them. Their carpet might smell. Like, the dog might lick it up and get sick. They ruin their like, outfit. Yeah, like, you don't know what's going to happen, but that is a huge thing on that tiny little frame. Huge. But for me, if I spill milk, I clean it up, I move on about my day, maybe the floor's sticky, maybe I have to mop. Right. It's just a blip. It's a, it's a, 
it's a shitty little bush. Your biggest that issue I will... is you you hate that you spent the money on that milk. Yeah, I'm just mad that I spent money on milk that I spilled. But that's, that is just a shitty little bush that I will hide behind a cow or something in the paint in the proverbial. But do you painting. remember even the, when when you the last time you did it? I, I, you, like you said that little yeah. thing. Yes, it has happened. Yes, we all get. Yeah. But can we remember it? Not really, no. But that's the thing. As you grow older, your frame gets bigger and your brush gets smaller. Smaller. And it doesn't matter as much. It's just a tiny little thing. And I think that's just something that we have to remember going forward is like, we have to remember the wins and losses that are for us. We have to be realistic about that. And then we have to remember that ultimately we are the voices in our children's heads. Uh, Not just all children. Yeah. Not your own children. You're talking... All children. All children. Well, All children. If I walk by and some kids are a tantrum, I'm like, damn, that's a shitty little kid. I'm like, there's the, we run the risk of that voice. My, my, me being an asshole hurts that kid for, you don't know I'm what's going to affect that child. I'm going to give myself some credit and say 10 years. Every time that kid acts up, they think, wow, some random lady at Target holding a stuffed animal that she's too old to have thinks I'm shitty. Yeah. Damn. I didn't have to do that to that kid. No. While I'm also taking a stuffed animal that they could have possibly wanted. <laughs> like, I didn't have to hurt them like that. <laughs> hey, Allie, this is, and Colin, this has been a great conversation. I know it's getting late and we need to wrap this up. Yeah. And I just want to thank everybody for out there listening to us. We really appreciate it. We want to hear your comments, your stories. We want to share them with everybody. So please email us at gengappodcast at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-G-A-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Check us out at Twitter. Check us on Facebook, something old, something new. Um, um, we really appreciate you listening. Send us send us because we like to share. Yeah, absolutely. Argue with us. Tell me I have a shitty opinion. Give me a fight. <laughs> give me something to do on a Thursday night and we'll give you our participation trophy just for your email how about that we should have an auto reply that has a participation email like sticker on the <laughs> on the thing it's like hey you participated here's your oh, I see the email's coming Allie that would be that would be amazing <laughs> but tune in next time listen to us for our next topic thanks again guys it's been a great night bye bye This is Colin cutting in to let you know, if you would like, you can go ahead and go to our social media pages. We are on Facebook underneath something old, something new podcast. We're also on Twitter under GenGap underscore podcast. That's J-E-N-G-A-P underscore podcast. We also have an email that is J-E-N-G-A-P podcast at gmail.com. Again, GenGap podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.